Because, you know, if you asked me before, like, what I wanted to be when I was, like, an assistant, I was like, oh, I'm going to be this high-level, C-level executive woman with my corner office, with a glass, like, wall-to-ceiling windows. You know, windows. And, the, you know, it was, it was going to be this amazing, powerful role that I wanted. And and then after I got married, I was like, you know, I just want to be a good mom and live mm. in a cute house and, you know, um, have a job that allows me to be with my kids. Mother Jumpers is a podcast for mothers ready to jump into what's next after motherhood. As mothers, our focus is to raise our children and give our energy to others. It's an amazing and big job, one that comes with some amazing highs and some challenging lows. Somewhere along the way, a gnawing voice gets in our head, calling us to find something else, something that inspires us to find our passion, follow a dream or make some money. Weekly, we talk with women who have successfully navigated the jump from motherhood into a career path that has given them a sense of personal fulfillment. And we have candid discussions on the why, the how, the good and the bad, the ups and the downs, with stories that inspire, inform, and motivate mothers hoping to make their own jump. Welcome to this episode of Mother Jumpers. My guest this week is Judy Barrow. Did I say that right? Or is yep. it? No, that's correct. Okay. Um, Judy is a mom here in Los Angeles, and she just had her second child six weeks ago. So thank you, Judy, for being here. Yeah, thank you for having me. Um, so Judy is a mom that has had a pretty high intense job in marketing in her previous life before she had her first child. Is that right? Yep. So I want to take a little bit of, um, a journey back into your career and what life was like before you had children. If you can tell me a little bit about that. Oh my gosh. My life was so drastically different. I kind of had like your, your stereotypical executive female um, role where I was working in entertainment. I still am actually just a different department, but I was in entertainment uh, my entire career Mm -hmm. um, at big companies like Nickelodeon, the BBC, Wakia. And in all those roles, I basically was a um, account executive. um, And basically I sold online and mobile advertising. So it's in the the capacity of sales. So it's very demanding. Um, I had to wine and dine clients, Mm. um, meetings all during a day. Um, and then there was happy hours, there was, uh, dinners, there was weekend excursions where I had to take them out, um, like to mammoth for the weekend, um, where we're snowboarding with them and skiing with them, but we're still talking business and making sure that they're very pleased with, you know, um, how their accounts are going and just basically keeping them happy. So they're giving us money. And I had to close million dollar accounts, um, working with, like all the the big clients like Disney and Paramount, so mm-hmm. we're West Coast based. A lot of like entertainment and studio based accounts. Um, so obviously there was very high budgets to hit. Sure. 
I also had to travel a lot. So I was on a plane um, at least twice a month, and it could be to SF or Seattle or Vegas or um, even to New York to visit our headquarters. And it was very demanding, and I was working like long hours. Um, if I was out of the office at you know, uh, six, I still had to go out to dinner at 7.30. I wouldn't get home till like midnight. Yeah, 24-hour job, right? Oh, yeah. You're always on call. And I had a work phone, so I was constantly checking email. So the first thing I did when I woke up in the morning was check my email before Mm -hmm. I even got up, brushed my teeth, put on my contacts. And then I would be checking my email at a red light in my car. Oh, boy, Because you never know when a client needed help, and Mm -hmm. they have to be, uh, you have to reply to them instantly. Right. Because in the world of entertainment, it never stops. Mm -hmm. Even I remember working on... Christmas break, we were off between Christmas and New Year's, and we had a campaign um, for one of the studios launching on Christmas Day. And um, they were like, we have to make sure everything runs flawlessly. Are you going to be available? And I was like, well, our office actually is closed on Christmas. Oh my gosh. And they're like, but we need to have someone on call, like you, as well as someone at our operations team. And if we get back, to, if we write to you, you have to get back to us within the hour. Right. And so it was like, oh, okay, well, I'll have my phone in the room. I can't promise I'll be checking every 20 minutes. It stresses me out, you just talking about it. <laughs> yeah, it was just very, like, you're always um, on call, basically. Mm-hmm. And um, and then if it wasn't external pressure, it was internal pressure. It was a lot of, you know, the bosses going, oh, have you secured a meeting with this client and then when you had a meeting it was like how is the meeting did you get a proposal request and then when you got a proposal request it was like okay did you close the proposal and then when you close the proposal it was like okay how much money did you close um now how can you get that number bigger right it was just constant stress right and Ugh. if you don't hit your your goal then you know you're basically under a microscope and you could be fired if you don't hit that goal like the next quarter oh so it man. was just constant for years and but the benefits are great because you know, when you, when you're in sales and you, you know, hit those numbers, then you're getting, you know, compensated for it. Sure. So then that, that life, which is so different from now, <laughs> was if I had a bad day, I would just, you know, I worked in Century City and across the street from the mall where there was a Tiffany's. I do love that um, mall. Or, you know, Banana Republic. And right. so on any given day, I just walk across the street and do some retail therapy. <laughs> um, and I wouldn't think twice um, about spending money because I was working hard. I felt like I deserved more. Of course. And if I had a bad day, I'd go buy myself a pair of earrings at Tiffany's. Thank you. Which you're like, pat yourself on the (laughs) back. Yeah, I'm like, oh, this is beautiful. I'll just buy these little gold studs. And now I'm like, oh my God, I could never do that now. Like all that money goes towards like family and kids. Mm -hmm. So it's such a different lifestyle because I would never, like I haven't even bought myself jewelry and like, God knows how long. Yeah, it's part of the the challenge I think is being a mom is is the sacrifices you make with your career. It also sacrifices from your financial gain and independence. Oh, absolutely. Everything I do, I think about my kids. Mm-hmm. Like, um, even if I go out and have, like, a dessert, I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, my, my son would love this. I'm going to save some for him. Oh, or, you're really a nice you know? mom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'll eat the whole thing. <laughs> no, I, everything I do, I always think, like, oh, would he, would he like this? Should I save this for him? Or, oh, like, oh, this would be really like a, a, a fun experience for him. I got to take him here to experience this. Sure. And even though he's still really young, but they're at that stage where he's just, like, everything's like, <gasps> Oh my god! So I love sharing everything with him. Yeah, it's so it's, different because back then it was just I only thought about myself. You well, know? it's easy when you don't have another little person to think about. That's yeah. kind of the point, and and I think that's why your job you could do the job you had because you didn't have to worry about being home for somebody else. Oh, absolutely! It was all about myself. Mm-hmm. Like if I could just up and get on a plane and fly out and be gone for however many days, mm-hmm. um, and that's how it was. I'd be gone for like multiple days or even like a week. 
Yeah, the mammoth like weekend sounds kind of fun, but <laughs> oh yeah, it's it's really fun. But you know, it's funny because then you come back on Monday from the trip and you're just exhausted because you've worked in the office from Monday through Friday, yeah, and then you basically took a you know weekend trip Friday through Sunday, and you're still entertaining clients. Yeah, you're on, um, and you're on the entire day from mm. morning. Like you start breakfast like at five thirty six in the morning, mm. and then you um you're you know you're still conversing with them and talking shop whatever, and then you get up on the slopes and you're don't get me wrong, you're still on the slopes, you're having a great time, but then. It's like lunchtime. It's like, oh, you're asking them, like, are you hungry? So I, you know, because you're like, can I feed you? Can I give you alcohol? Oh, of course. You know, and then and then you're tired from the day, and sure. then you still have to have dinner with them. Oh my God, and then you get back to your room, like, I don't know, like 12 or 1. Like, I think I was at a bar with the clients until, like, 1 in the morning. And then you retire to your room where you shower, you go to bed. And then you wake up at, like, 5.30 and you do it again. Uh-huh. Um, and then you get home, like, Sunday night, and you're exhausted, and you go back to work on Monday. You know, your job actually kind of paved the way for child for being a mother, I feel like, you know, because you're, like, you're on for 24 hours. Oh, yeah. In a different capacity, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you had this very high-intense job. And I always, you know, I'm in marketing, too. I did PR for a living. And I, in my previous life, in a corporate job, I was on 24-7. I worked all the time. I was on a plane every week. I was in Chicago then, but I mean, I left in 2007 to consult, to start consulting because I, and I wasn't even married or had kids yet. I just knew I'm like, there's no way I can ever do this. And if I want to have kids and get married, I've got to make a shift. So I understand that stress and it's marketing is just, people don't quite get, they think you have this glamorous job because you're doing cool stuff. Oh yeah. And it's like, you, you know, you, there's perks for sure. I went to four Super Bowls in my lifetime, you know, but I was on all the time Mm -hmm. and you know, you get burnt out. Oh, absolutely. I mean, my friends would always tell me like, Oh, your job is so glamorous. You get to go to concerts and expensive restaurants and you know, expense all of that. And you get to get all this free swag. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, you do, but you're still working. Mm. Like I would tell them after so many years of doing it, because in the beginning I was like, Oh my God, this is so amazing. I get to go to this concert and go to this basketball game. And I get like the most expensive seats and but after a while, you get so tired of it that I would tell my friends, you know what? I would rather go home and have dinner in front of the television yep. and and then turn in early <laughs> um, than go to this expensive restaurant in Beverly Hills because right. you're still talking to clients. And, you know, in sales, it's like your whole job is to make the other person feel like they're VIP. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, it's really sad to say, is that you're sitting here asking them all these questions like, oh, so where are you from? And you know, um, what are your hobbies and tell me about your background, your family, whatever it may be to keep them talking about themselves. Sure. And sometimes they don't even care to, to ask you oh, questions. Right. So it's like, you're like a dancing monkey <laughs> and you're so exhausted oh. at the end of the day because you're trying to make them feel special. And anytime they like, they have time, they don't even ask you about yourself. And then if they do, then like, I'm just like, Oh no, let me tell like, tell me about you. Right. And so you just, you don't really feel like it's friends just hanging out, having yeah. a back and forth conversation. Yep. So by the time you come home, you're just so, like, exhausted mentally. I remember, like, I had a roommate, and I would come home, and I wouldn't even, like, want to talk to him. <laughs> so, so mentally wiped. I'd just like, go to my room, close the door, and, like, not talk to him. Sure. And yeah. it's so, I mean, and, and because it sounds like you were, uh, you had a good work ethic, you went in and you did your job the best you could, um, and, and that's so you can zap yourself of energy for sure. Mm-hmm. So you had, so you got married, you had a child mm-hmm. and what happened from there? Actually, I got married and I was pregnant and, um, work just got really stressful. I mean, not that it was not stressful before, but right. I guess I had really great upper management and then all of a sudden there was new management and I was being micromanaged. Mm. Um, whereas I'm just used to being a very like independent, free spirit 
um, handling things my way after having done my job for so long. I just, I know how to do my job. Right. And I was closing like big money and I didn't understand why all of a sudden there's this new um, boss who was telling me what to say and coming with me to meetings and basically crashing my meetings and also talking over me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, it wasn't my thing and I wasn't, you know, feeling good about it. And I would tell him and he was like, well, you need to get on the boat and figure out how you want to, you know, do this. Like if you're on the same, you know, ride as us or whatnot. And so I was like, no, this is, this is not what I want anymore. And I remember telling my husband like, oh my God, he makes me so angry and I've never been micromanaged before and maybe I should leave this company. And he, and he was like, well, you know, like you're pregnant and what are you going to do? Like, how are you going to find another, another company that wants to take a pregnant right. woman? <laughs> right. Knowing yes. you're going to go on maternity leave. And it's sad, but that's true. Like yeah. a lot of companies are like that. And so I was like, okay, well maybe I'll just um, stick it out till maternity leave and then, and then go. Mm. Um, so that's essentially what happened. He actually started like, um, I would read my emails in bed and he would be like, I would get so angry at some of the things that my boss would write to me. Um, and so he was like, I can't believe he talks to you like that. That's so condescending. And I found out way later after I quit that, um, he, he a lot of women viewed him as being like really sexist mm. uh, because he was very like rude to me and telling me what to do. And he didn't believe in me, even though here I was closing these million dollar deals. Right. Um, in any case, uh, my husband was encouraging me to quit. He was like, listen, like, um, He's like, why don't you quit and just take a sabbatical and just enjoy being pregnant, be healthy and, and comfortable. And then after, you know, we, we have our baby, you can figure out what you want to do. Sure. And I was like, you're crazy. You know, like we need the money. I was used to having so much money coming yes. in and I was like, and a baby's not cheap. And no, in um, LA especially. Oh God. Yeah, absolutely. And he was like, okay, well he's like, I, I support whatever you want to do. And so, um, but he would just see how stressed out I was. And then he was like, I don't think you should be traveling, especially when you're pregnant. Mm-hmm. And so, um, two months of me going, Oh, what should I do? What should I do? <laughs> I finally decided to bite the bullet and, um, and quit. Ah. And so, um, it was, it was so crazy. Cause when I did, I felt like this heavy weight lifted off of me, even though I was worried about where we would be financially. Right. Cause I didn't have a job lined up and I didn't know what I was going to do. Um, but thankfully we were so lucky that my husband, you know, had enough money to float us and so when I took that time and since all of a sudden I was not traveling and I was just not entertaining clients and I was sitting at home all day, I was like, what should I be doing when I was watching the Food Network? I'm like, should I, should I, uh, you know, try some new hobbies? Sure. What do I do? What what do I want to do with my career after this? So it was a lot of like soul searching and asking myself, like, is this job still fulfilling for me after having done it for so long? Right. And that's when I realized that it wasn't going to work for me, um, you know, being a mom like how was I supposed to travel and be gone for days at a time or a week at a time or how was I supposed to entertain clients and be out till like you know after dinner or if they want to go to a concert and be home after midnight right and so I realized it was just something I just couldn't really go back to Mm. Um, and that was the hard decision because as stressful as my job was I also took pride in it you know I spent so many years building up my career and I was so proud of myself of having, you know, starting at a job that paid like nothing as yeah. an assistant and, you know, rising through the ranks and becoming the senior executive and, um, making all this money. And I was, I felt like I was this fierce, independent woman. I didn't need a man to support me. Holla, I think a lot of us like that. You yeah. Know? It's so part of it. It was a, it took a while. Cause I was thinking like, Oh, what am I going to do? Like, I'm so used to like being able to buy whatever I want. I had this whole closet full of like pencil skirts and blouses and expensive jewelry. And sure. I was like, I'm that 
because you know if you asked me before like what I wanted to be when I was like an assistant I was like oh, I'm gonna be this high level C-level executive woman with my corner office with the glass like wall the ceiling windows you know, windows and the, you know it was it was gonna be this amazing powerful role that I wanted and and then after I got married, I was like, you know, I just wanna, I just want to be a good mom and live mm. in a cute house and, you know, um, have a job that allows me to be with my kids. Yeah. You know? So it was so funny how my perspective completely flip sided, um, but yet I still I still wanted to be something great with right. my career. So I was kind of left in this like, what do I do? Like, <laughs> yeah, I think you hit it on the head, especially for um, I completely resonate with your story because again, I had this amazing PR role where I was representing a corporation and speaking to, to press, you know, being on TV, speaking as a, or acting as a spokesperson, people trusted me. I was independent and it was such a wonderful feeling. I bought my own condo in Chicago. Like it was, it was something I could, I just felt great about, but it's such a challenge when you realize you can't, it's not that you can't do it. It's just when you have that extra level uh, or layer of the job as far as um, entertaining and travel and weekends and nights and those are the times you want to you know that your kids kind of might need you Um, it's really hard to go back to that same kind of um, framework of a job yeah it's hard because being a mom is a job in itself yes and how do you be like you still have to be a wife you have to be a career woman and there's just, you can't juggle all of it, unfortunately. And no. it's very unfortunate that a lot of women have to be the ones to take a step back mm-hmm. um, to do that uh, because it's it's hard to be that successful career woman when you also have to be a mom, when that job in itself is also super demanding. Beyond, right? It's like the most, I mean, I think everybody says it, it's like the hardest job, but the, but the best job at the hardest job. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I thought before I had kids that I've had a hard, like so many challenges, like, oh my God, it's so stressful hitting the sales quota or, <laughs> you know, getting on a plane and flying like here and then coming back and going to work. And I right. thought I was exhausted, but no, having children <laughs> is by far way more harder, like physically and emotionally it's by far the hardest job I've ever had. It is. And it's, again, extremely rewarding, however. Oh, yeah. Um, But I think also your point about making a choice, you know, and that's, I think, what a lot of women have to figure out. They do have to soul search because you make a personal choice. You know, for me, I, as much as I loved the... PR job I was in and what I could have done with my career, kind of same thing. Do I want to climb the ladder and, and run a department someday? Um, I, my, the answer was no for me. And it, I, I knew I wanted to be present for my kids as much as possible and try to enjoy those moments that I could. Yeah. Um, but as much as you make that choice of your own, you still struggle with the results of that and, and where it takes you. And, you know, you sit here um, as a mom. For me personally, I've been a mom for eight and a half years and my income has never been back to where it was and it's really a hard pill to swallow sometimes when you want to be independent oh yeah no I think about that all the time yeah um you know my salary it's funny when I met my husband we first started dating I was making way more money than him Mm -hmm. I totally intimidated him that's awesome Um, by the way (laughs) (laughs) yeah I remember um even gosh and just in general when I was dating it was really hard to uh to date because I was so busy with work and entertaining and when I did date guys I just you know, they never lasted that long. And one of my girlfriends is like, it's hard for you to find a guy because, you know, she's like, look at you, you're successful with your career, you know, like you're, you're beautiful and you're smart and you're going to intimidate men. And, um, then when I met him, I remember thinking he was just a summer fling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, 
Um, and here, here he was thinking, like, how am I ever going to get this woman? Because, you know, she makes more money than me. She's more hardworking than me and, and whatnot. And so when, you know, fast forward, here we are married. Um, and he's making way more money than I am now, right. now that I'm taking a step back. And I think to myself, like, my salary alone couldn't even pay for like you know, um, like our home or uh, the doula that helps the doula. us out at night. You know? Love it. <laughs> like if if he ever lost his job, I would be like dead. Yeah. And I think it's crazy because my career before was so different. Like I could just buy whatever I wanted, and now it's like the I view money so differently now. Right. And I do think about my um, my career path. I'm like, what am I gonna do? Like I can't do what I do now forever. Mm-hmm. I it's naturally like it's natural for me to want to rise up. Like I'm just that go-getter. Sure. Like I can't just stay where I am and I always want to get promoted and make more money. But the question is, you know, at, at what cost? Right. Because I'm afraid of finding another job or another company that won't give me the work-life balance that I seek. Which is super important. Oh, wait, absolutely. Like I, I'm like, I have to be out the door by like five at my job because mm-hmm. I have to pick up my kids from school. Right. And you know, they're, you know, I don't want them also to be the last kid to get picked up. Sure. You know? Um, and then when, when my little one, before he was in preschool, he was in home daycare. And then he tells us for every minute you're late, it's like 20 bucks a minute. Oh and it's boy. Like, yeah. Oh my gosh. So it's, it makes it very hard to think about the future and, you know, am I going to find a job where I get promoted and make more money, but at what cost right. of not being able to be there to pick up my child and spend that evening time with, with him and now my two boys. Yeah, and I think that's why, you know, part of the reason I'm doing this podcast is to, to hear stories of women that have found that balance, whether it's through a job like you've done. Um, and, and just to t- take a, that as a side note, you did find your current role is can you explain it a little bit what you decided to do oh yeah so i went from being a senior account executive to an account manager an account manager is basically um a role like down a step back in terms of title and pay from the account executive okay um account executive is sales in the sense that you're hunting for that business and you're growing business from the existing accounts mm-hmm. account manager is more of post sales i mean there is still some hustle in helping out the account executives who are like a role above me right. to secure business but there's not as much pressure because i don't have a quota to hit sure um so this is more like whatever i can do to help them get clients or secure business and grow business but my job primarily is to do more of um the post sales. So once a deal has come in, I'm basically managing the accounts to make sure everything is uh, executed. So if someone is in this case, they're buying mobile and online advertising with us. I'm making sure that those their ads run correctly um, and that their needs are met. So they come to us and say like, oh, you know, um, we're not happy with how this is performing. How do I? you know, make that better. Right, right. So my job is to talk to the client, make sure they still feel like they're, num- they're number one sure. and important, um, and tell them like, Hey, you'll be fine. We're, you know, you're our best client. We'll take care of you. So, um, and then just making sure everything, I, I manage a, like a team internally that makes sure everything like runs smoothly to make sure their ads run. Okay. Um, but it's different. This job is different from the other job in that my hours are very like set. There's no like whining and dining after hours. Sure. I could go to meetings but I don't have to right. if I choose not to because that's what the account executive does. Ah. Um, don't get me wrong. I still love going to meetings, but sometimes it's just easier to stay behind mm-hmm. and manage the clients over email or phones. Yes. Um, Do you have full... Is this like a full five-day-a-week job? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Are they so, flexible if you want to work from home at all? Absolutely. That's, that's another beauty, the beautiful thing about this job is like, um, you know, I work in digital, so I can work from home at any given day or mm-hmm. if my child is sick... 
um, and he has to be yanked out of school because he has a high fever or if he's just not feeling well in general and I have to keep him home. Right. Um, or if I have to go to a doctor's appointment. Like when I was pregnant, it was like sure. constant doctor's appointments. Um, and they were just like very understanding. I would just be like, okay, bye. I got to go. You can call my phone if there's anything urgent. But they right. never called. You know, good. They're just like, you're <laughs> pregnant. Go do your thing. Right. Um, and so it was great. And, you know, I would, when I was working before I went on maternity leave, it was like I just roll into the office, you know, like, before it was like very like eight thirty to like six thirty, and mm-hmm. then I work after hours, and that were, you know, like whining and dining. But this job is like I could just come in later. No one questions if I have to like go to a doctor's appointment or take my kid um, to take care of something. I'd roll in like at ten o'clock. That's pretty good um, though. And then I would still take a lunch and then leave at five. Right. And I could pick up my kid from school, and there was no stress. Like you know, me managing clients just because I've done it for so many years. It was like it's easy. It's not stressful for me. I enjoy it. Yes. Um. You know, I love talking to people. I love making them feel important. Um, so a lot of my job now is just kind of like talking to clients every single day, um, making sure their accounts are running smoothly. And I would just leave work on time to pick up my kid. And, right. um, you know, I get zero um, negative chatter about leaving work. Which is amazing. You know, on time. And before it would be like, are you, are you, are you handling stuff? Like, are you closing this business? Why are you leaving? Right. You know? So now it's like... No one cares. They're just like, bye. Yeah. (laughs) It does sound like you've kind of found the perfect, um, I don't want to say go between, but kind of you've landed where you should be right now, especially because you just had a second baby. Yeah. No, I love it because it has many elements of the old job that I loved, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't have the really stressful things like the travel or hitting a sales quota. Mm -hmm. Um, And I still have the the work-life balance that I seek. Like I get to leave work on time. And if I have to leave in the middle of the day, no one questions it. Like I had to, the other time there was like a, like a Mother's Day brunch like last sure. year and they didn't care that I left to go to the brunch with my kids. You it's know? really so. nice. I mean, as much as I get, you know, I, I'm, I'm sure though, and I hear what you're saying about, okay, so this is great for now, but where's it going to go in whatever, when you're ready? Yeah. You know, like my youngest just started, um, TK this year. Um, and so her and her sister are in the same school you know, same time frame, and um, I'll just hold one. Okay, um, I was talking about how my kids are finally in school to get together, mm-hmm. and they go to school from like seven forty to three, but they have a homework club that goes till five thirty. Okay, or they have an after school activity, and that was the first real time I was like, okay. I need to find something else now because I wasn't working much. And I'm like, they're in school for, you know, God, what, nine hours a day? Yeah, a full day. Like, I can do this now and not worry about missing too much during the day. So I feel like when your kids get a little older, there's that catalyst to say, okay, maybe it's time for something new. Mm -hmm. However, I have heard from other people that, you know, it gets harder as actually they get older and they have more stuff going on. And they, you know, so there is... Still that challenge I'm hearing from some moms, like to try to still have a life balance so you can be there when they need you to be. And yeah. it's hard. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I mean, my, my son is 28 months and my other one is six weeks. Oh, that's a lot. Yeah. So. 28 months. So he just turned two. Yeah. Yeah. Two and a half almost. No, not Yeah. Even. He's coming up on two and a half in like a couple, like two more months. 
So he's in terrible twos. <laughs> and you have a six-week-old. And I have a six-week-old. So it's definitely a challenge. But I'm excited to see what will happen down the road if, to see what um, after-school activities will take up. Like, I've been doing martial arts for, oh, my gosh, I want to say, like, eight years. That's awesome. Um, yeah, I mean, I took a pause when, you know, I got pregnant. And then I went back to it when he got a little bit older and then obviously took a pause. Well, actually, I, I worked, I did Muay Thai up until I was about 20 weeks pregnant. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, and then I had to stop. Uh, for obvious reasons, because martial arts. There was a baby in your um, belly, and I want to. I want to go back eventually, and I'm. And I, it's taught me that I really want my kids to learn it. It sure. teaches such discipline and authority and respect. Um, and I just think, like, what other acti- what other activities will he want to do when he gets older, and how will I, you know, find that balance also? Because yes. you know, I think about okay, driving him to and from or them to and from lessons. Um, I don't know what activities they might be interested in, whether it's, you know, sports or musical stuff or whatnot. And I think, again, like, what am I going to do with my career that'll allow for that? Or will my husband have the flexibility to pick up and drop off? Yes. So we're, because we're constantly discussing, like, right now we have a routine because we just have the one toddler to take to school to pick up and drop off. And um, what are we going to do when both kids are at that age? Yes. Um, who you know? It just I guess it really depends on where the jobs are um, and where their schools are. Yes. And, and, and the then second I think doesn't end up doing much. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's what I think about too. It's um, where are we going to go? But you know, a lot of it is just taking it one step at a time. Right. You know, because you never know what the future is going to hold, and I don't want to plan too much in the future, and then things go, don't go well, and then you know you get stressed out about it. So I'm very much like, okay, we'll take it one day at a time. Right now, we have just the one kid who's in preschool, um, and then the newborn, obviously. And then my next concern is what home daycare is my mm. my one gonna get, my little one going to go into so I can go back to work. In sure. Um, and then the questions are what hours are the daycares going to be so that I can leave work in time to pick them up. So I kind of take it like one at a time uh, or one day at a time until, you know, we cross that bridge. And then, and then we'll see what happens when they get older. That's good. I mean, yeah. I think that's your only, like, calm... Um, journey that you can take or the yeah. the one to stay calm as much as possible and not put as much pressure on you oh yeah I've learned that being a mom is all about survival so <laughs> you do what it takes to keep your sanity right um because whatever you plan it's never gonna go according to plan never yeah. <laughs> and, and when you realize that like you're a much happier person yeah you have to let go I'm a very like I like to be in control mm-hmm. I'm a very plan oriented person I like to be in control I like to know at all times what's going on mm-hmm. and children have completely shattered that image <laughs> I think that's the best I, I keep saying this on on my episodes that I want to create t-shirts because I'm getting some amazing quotes from the moms and I love that children have completely shattered that image oh yeah you know, control. You could put like control on the front and uh-huh. children, ha- you know, because it is true and it's probably the best lesson. I, I'm the same way and it's been a lesson, to, an amazing lesson for me to learn to just try to let go. I still mm-hmm. have not mastered it, but I'm trying. Oh yeah. No, it's, it's a daily struggle. Like I, um, definitely, I, I see it all the time. Like, uh, when my husband's had a long day at the office and he comes home and he's sleep deprived, we have a newborn, sure. you know? Um, and so he comes back, he's tired and he'll like end up like snapping at our toddler. Cause you know, toddlers like get, get into trouble and that's what they do. And, right. and I tell him like, you know, like you can't be mad at him. He's just being two. Yeah. And if you just take a step back and look what he's doing, it's actually kind of cute, you know? <laughs> and so, um, I, I try to, whenever like he makes a mess and I'm very like clean, yeah. I immediately want to clean. Me too. But then I think, you know, he has such a small, we have such a small window of time to hang out together from when he gets home from school to when it's bedtime. 
So I have to tell myself, leave the mess. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Um, just focus on him. Make sure he feels so loved and special, especially now that we have a newborn and you know he's doing the whole adjustment to little baby sure. brother. So we have to make sure that he feels like he's getting his fill of love before we put him to bed. So it's it's a lot of me letting go of who I was. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's okay to leave the mess or the, the food that's on the floor or the dirty dishes or, you know, whatever mess he's made from right. just running home from school. Um, and just making sure he is fed and clean and happy and healthy. And then once he goes to bed, um, then I can clean house yeah. and do what I need to do to make myself feel like sane. <laughs> You might want to think about being a therapist because you're really thinking through all these these challenges <laughs> in a really good way. Oh, I try. <laughs> Staying calm. Oh, I, I, I had my meltdowns. Don't get me wrong. It is hard, right? I'm like but, every other mother. Don't get me wrong. But when those moments happen, I have to like take a step back and be like, you know, I did this to myself. I chose to have children. I had one and then I had another. Yes. So I can't be mad. It's true. Um, but I have to just, you know, find the the joy in, in, in the mess, mm-hmm. you know, and that's what I try to do. No, it's, it's hard, good. but it's rewarding, like you said. Yeah, no, it is It is hard. If you could give any advice to other mothers who are trying to figure out what they're going to do to be able to um, find some way to, you know, work and, and, and engage in the, in a profession or a new business or whatever they want to do, how, you know, how do they you do the, that soul searching? What are kind of some key, like, moments that they should think about when they, you know, making a decision? I think for me, it was trying to figure out what it was that I did like about my previous jobs mm-hmm. and um, taking those elements and finding another um, job or field or company that might offer those same things, but not have as the demands of the things that hold you back from being a mom. Right. Like, you know, when before when I was the actual sales account executive and I had to travel, um, I had to ask myself, like, what job will not require me to travel but still have those elements of what I love, which was the handling the clients and, um, you know, staying on top of like accounts and keeping everything organized and make sure it flows freely. And that was when I realized that account management offered that. Mm-hmm. Um, and granted, it wasn't, you know, as high of a title or as much money, but it still gave me the other things I needed that took away the stresses in life, such as that, you know, the hours that I needed or the flexibility to leave to, to take care of my kids if they were sick. Right. Um, or school activities and whatnot. And that for me has been the other, um, I guess the upside to taking a cut and pay in, in, in a, or not, I want to say a cut and pay in title, but like a, a career shift, right? Um, which has made that so much more rewarding. So um, it's just finding the things that you love and finding what other jobs are out there that can offer that. And, you know, utilize your network. That's what I did. Like I, during my time off when, you know, when I had my baby, um, I would just hop on the call or grab coffee or yogurt or whatever it was with, um, you know, former colleagues or clients or friends and talk to them about like what their jobs were, mm. um, and seeing if they found it, you know, rewarding. And, you know, if, I, if that was something that interested me, if that's something I could do, because there's so many like types of work out there, yep. um, that it's kind of endless possibilities. Like I didn't even know, cause I was so like ingrained, like this is all I do and that yeah. was my world. And I never yeah. really looked beyond that. Um, so I really took the time to like talk to people and, and get their take, um, you know, on what I could do utilizing my skill set and the things I really liked about my old job Yeah, and where I could apply that to. And I really learned that my job was, my skill set was so broad. Like there was so many things I could have done. It's so true when you're in that kind of role for sure. Yeah, for sure. And you know, like I think, 
when it comes to work, I think as long as you're like hardworking and you want to do well and you know how to work with people or whatever it may be, like those skill sets can really be applied to many different jobs. It's all about perspective. And you just have to like come in with an open mind that, you know, sometimes it's okay to leave your old job um, because you, until you leave your old job, you won't be able to get, you know, be ready mentally for something new. Mm. And especially being a mom, (laughs) you have to like... Be open-minded about everything. Right. Because nothing's going to go according to plan. Right. And um, it, I also feel that life has a way of working itself out. You know, like, you'll whatever you end up doing, it'll be um, the best for you and your family when it ultimately happens. Yes. You know, so you just have to believe that it'll be okay. Because if you don't like how something is going, you make that active change to fix it. So it kind of works in your favor. Right? Yeah. So. No, that's yeah. great advice. And. I just love your calm and peaceful view on all these things. <laughs> I wish I all, I felt like that a lot. Um, well, that's awesome, Judy. Thank you so much. Your path is uh, exactly what we're talking about on Mother Jumpers. Oh, and I'd love you. to check in with you again in maybe a year and see how the baby's doing and yeah. how your life is going. And we can talk again. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, have a great one and hug those little ones. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Mother Jumpers. I am your host, Monica Rolliter, a fellow mom looking to make a new jump. Mother Jumpers is created in Los Angeles and edited by Jason Crow. To become a part of the Mother Jumper community, please visit us at www.themotherjumpers.com. You can also find us on Instagram at Mother Jumper and Facebook at Mother Jumpers. I'd love to hear from you if you're a mother jumper and want to share your story. Or if you're looking to make a jump, please send us questions that we can ask on an upcoming episode. You can email me at monica at themotherjumpers.com. Also, share mother jumpers with your friends and family and leave us a review wherever you get your podcast. Thank you so much and have a great week of jumping forward. Jumping forward.